Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I'm your host, JT, Certified High Performance Coach, Transformational Mindset Coach. And in this episode, I want to talk about, uh, maybe just give a quick life update and then talk about Veterans Day. This is going to be dropping right before Veterans Day. And this is going to be a quick one. I, um, as a performance coach and a transitioning veteran, I have got a lot of irons in the fire, and I'm finding myself near overwhelm mode. I'm at a point, this is the night before it's due and I'm kind of behind on podcast. And I was even, I'm like, I'm so exhausted. In fact, I have another podcast called Budget Overland. If you're watching me on YouTube, I've got like all my, we just knocked out podcast over there. And I'm in that season, you ever been in that season where you're just like barely keeping your head above water? That's kind of where I'm at, uh, but I'm honoring my commitments. And I'm like, I even contemplated like, oh man, what am I going to Maybe, maybe I'll take this one off because we're doing the Monday podcast. Do we need two podcasts a week? And I started having that talking myself off the ledge. I'm like, no, I committed to two years. We're going to get to two years and we're going to reevaluate after that. So, um, but what I'm really thinking about uh, tonight, I'm really thinking a lot about uh, Veterans Day. And um, this will drop two days before Veterans Day. And I'm in a in the season where I'm transitioning from my military service to civilian life myself. And I'm finding some challenges with that. And we just had a podcast recording tonight on the budget overland podcast. And it was a veteran day conversation. It got very heavy and, um, and, and very deep. We had a, a staff sergeant, Jamie Matthews, who's currently serving the Marine Corps in Camp Lejeune, he announced that he's doing a, um, a trip, a 22-day trip in honor of the 22 veterans that take their own life uh, to commemorate uh, a really close friend of his that took his own life. And we got onto that subject of, of suicide and, and, and the effects of that, and it got to be pretty heavy. And I was just doing some reflection after that, and I'm thinking about my own service. I... I <laughs> I have a lot of mixed emotions with my service now. And I was actually um, reading and scrolling through and I found an article that Jocko Willink had wrote about um, what he thought of his thoughts on uh, veterans day from like a year or two ago. And it really got me thinking about my service in general. And I kind of looking at what he wrote and uh, what my thoughts were, I have, when I, when I was young, when I was a child, I started reading, I was very, I was fascinated with World War II. My father and that side of the family, biological father were German. Many of them perished during World War II. And then on my mother's side, they were Dutch and uh, they survived the, the Nazi, um, the German occupation. 
And so I was really fascinated with their stories. My grandfather was in the Dutch military and uh, he was uh, a motorcycle carrier and he, he knew that the Germans were invading and he ultimately got involved in the underground. There's like just a lot of really cool stories. My, my grandmother's wedding dress like was made from a, a, a silk German parachute the day that they took their wedding photo. Like they're, they've got this beautiful wedding photo where she's wearing this beautiful silk dress and smiling. But just not long before that, the Germans were there looking for someone and held everyone in the wedding party at gunpoint. There's just a lot of like really fascinating stories. And so I had an interest in, in the military from a very young age. And I just remember seeing veterans at the veterans day parades. I would see the recruiters at the school. I would see war movies that glamorized, you know, military service. I recall just, just the fascination with world war two. And I just, I don't know. I would see a photo of someone I, I would just hear that story and it just, I was just always impressed. I was impressed. I was impressed about just serving a higher cause, you know, and, and war movies definitely glamorize, right? It's like, it's, it's the good versus evil. Right. And so it was like a lot of visions of like glory and just putting like war on this, like amazing, like pedestal. And that's what I saw at a very young age when I, saw combat veterans. I, I did meet some and they had, you know, they, I knew that some, they didn't talk about it much, but they just had a certain look about them. And you could just sense that they saw a little bit too much and, but they were very hard. Right. And knowing that I'm like, man, they've been somewhere. And I kind of wanted to be like them still, even though I knew that there was something there, I still, I still wanted to be, I wanted that experience. I would see, you know, the the recruiters in, in school with their with their shiny blues, you know. Uh, and I was just always impressed. My my stepfather was in the uh, in in the navy, and uh, he would come home in his in his uniform. And I remember one time he took me out to tour the ship, and I was just fascinated with the military, looking sharp, the discipline, especially coming up in a broken home where everything was just like just calamity, right? So it just looked like discipline, looked like structure, looked like there was good role models there. I, I just wanted to be a part of something greater than myself. And I would be impressed with the medals. I would be impressed with how they carried themselves. I would just be impressed with, I don't know, just the, like, like kind of going back to like the, 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 the glory, if you will, of, of, of doing something that had some, some type of meaning. And so when I had the opportunity when I was 17, I enlisted and I was eager and I joined the Missouri National Guard. And I just wanted to serve. I was also very impressed with uh, police officers as well. And anyone that wore a uniform. I ultimately wanted to be a police officer. I think that was my first passion, but I couldn't go to the academy until I was 21. So I opted for the military and I joined the, the Army National Guard. And, you know, for the first time, um, I was a part of a, well, it's the first time, because the first time I always talk about the cross country team. This is the first time when I, when I joined the Army, I just felt like I was a part of something teamwork and it didn't matter. Like we had people from all walks of life from all over the country there uh, f forming a, a team. 
and we were part of something. We had that, you know, the, the, the just, I don't know. It just felt really good to be a part of something greater than uh, myself. And, but over time, over time, went on active duty. I deployed. I was challenged in a lot of schools, and I was I was still very eager for a very early part of my career. But then over time, I think I became a little calloused. I may have experienced some things. I definitely experienced combat that may have kind of uh, maybe jaded me a little bit how things were handled. I had some difficult leadership challenges that weren't very pleasant to deal with, and at one time, looking up to the uniform and looking at the medals and being very proud, I found myself in a position where I wasn't nearly as envious. And when I saw the people wearing the uniform, although I was proud that they served, it wasn't the same as when I was younger. And I know now that these medals, how they were given, they were given at great greater costs than I could ever imagine. And there are a lot of um, mental and physical scars associated with a lot of these medals. And they, they just have a, a different meaning than when I was younger and the glamor of war. Uh, there's no, there's no glamor in it, seeing it firsthand. It's um, it's very, um, I don't know. It, it'll, it'll, it changes your perspective in that. And, Although some of that lost its luster with me, I'm still very proud of my service. I'm proud of other veterans who have raised their right hand to serve. I, um, I know that there's a lot of tremendous sacrifice. And I know that, um, you know, we don't generally, although that, that there may be some allure to that, but, I continue to serve not because of the medals and the glory, right? There was, there was still part of the camaraderie of being a part of the team, uh, being a part of something greater than myself, but it wasn't nearly as glamorous later in my career. And now that as I, as I go to transition, like I'm really looking for, like I have greatly appreciated my service. I'm going to really miss a lot of people, but I am, I am really ready to move on. And I'm eternally grateful for those that choose to continue to serve. Um, I'm grateful for those that are raising the right hand to be a part of it. And I'm just grateful that we have people that are willing to carry the baton because I know I'm for one, am just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready to hand off the baton to someone else. Um, and I don't know where I'm going with this tonight. I'm just kind of deep in my feels tonight. And I just want to say that uh, I guess I just had that reflection of like the glamor and the, um, the allure that I felt as a child. I'm not feeling that as I transition, but I am still incredibly grateful. And I think that's a journey that many veterans take. As I talk to other veterans, I think that we all have that same type of, um, it was like a bell curve, <laughs> right? You, of excitement. And then, uh, and there, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things I'm going to really truly miss about the military. And I'm tremendously grateful to serve, but um, I um, war as hell. I just, um, I watched the movie on Netflix, um, all quiet on the Western front. 
it just came out um, recently as I like within the last I think week or so. And I, I love watching war movies and um, golly, the horror of world war one, like, and war is awful. And I just remember it. I just, there's some movies that, that glamorize it. I remember being young and I was just like the allure of it. And I remember the same thing watching the uh, Ukraine uh, Russian footage on, on um, TikTok when that first kicked off and just the excitement from the young people. And I look at like, I remember there's that, uh, the, the movie, the Patriot it might be a horrible example, but in the Patriot Heath Ledger and his father um, kind of go toe to toe about their opinions. His uh, father had served in the, he's the French Indian wars and did some horrendous things in his service that later when the revolutionary war kicked off and his son was eager to go to war, uh, his father wasn't nearly as supportive and uh, wouldn't sign off on him going. And there was that tension there. And I, and I'm, I guess I'm becoming that man where I've, I've seen what that looks like and I'm not nearly as eager as I once was. And, um, I'm not really sure where I'm going with this because I, I hit the record button just thinking I just wanted to kind of just kind of uh, talk and see where this went. And I, I don't know if I'm even making a lot of sense, but that's just what those are just my thoughts for tonight. The hardest thing I've ever done was raise my right hand to serve. And I don't mean any of this in a negative way. I am deeply appreciative. But if you're a veteran listening, just know that you're not alone if you're having those feelings of like, had excitement and then you get toward the end of your service and you're just like tired and you're ready to go. It's okay. It's okay. And I think that's just part of the journey. And I've learned a tremendous amount. Um, and I am battling some demons because of my service and that's part of it, but I'm still incredibly proud and I'm thankful that we have a volunteer force. I'm glad that people are still uh, continuing to, uh, to carry the baton. And, um, that's really all I have to say tonight. I, I, um, those are, those are, those are my thoughts. Um, I just thankful that people are willing to step up and protect us and that, uh, you know, despite the challenges that our country has, that we're still free and that, um, I'm just grateful to, to be here and to be, been a part of it. And, um, That's about it. I, I just happy Veterans Day for listening to this. Thank you. Thank you for your service. And that's all I got. That's all I got tonight. So if you're listening to this, I um I don't know if I made any sense in my in my ramblings tonight. Um, but um we got the podcast and I said what was on my mind, and we're just gonna leave it at that. So thank you for listening. We will see you guys in the next episode i'm really excited about having angie on on mondays so if you're listening to this we got a new co-host for the monday wake up angie is awesome i really appreciate our conversations and um thinking about 2023 i think there's going to be some uh as we approach the two-year anniversary there's probably going to be some changes i got some ideas for what i want to do with the community and where we're going my goal from the get-go was to do get to the two-year mark and uh, we're almost there we're almost there and it's been awesome a lot of tremendous opportunities um, oh, as when as I record this today, uh, we just started the next mission project. So 
I'm an associate professor with the University of Research and Development uh, based out of Auckland, New Zealand, and we have a program specifically for veterans, and I'm bringing high-performance coaching as part of the leadership curriculum for the Emergency and Risk Management Program and uh, booked my ticket to uh, go down to, uh, to New Zealand. So I'm super excited about doing the work with the, uh, the veteran community. I'm excited to bring that uh, to them. And um, so those are some of the things that, uh, that I'm working on. Also, uh, the high performance development director at the Lions Guide. So doing high performance coaching for business leaders and entrepreneurs. So those are the irons that I have in the fire. Got a lot going on. Budget Overland, we just recorded our one-year anniversary podcast tonight. And uh, we had 57,000 downloads this year. And uh, it's quite incredible. Quite incredible. So, but um, with all that, that's that's all I got tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. I think um, I thank you for your support. Please leave a review on iTunes. And uh, if you're ready to level up, go to dohardthingsnation.com. You want to explore coaching. You want to explore the Forge Mastermind. Um, go check that out and uh, check out the amazing apparel that um, that Lacey's put together on the uh, on the website. So with that, I am incredibly tired. I'm going to call it a night. I appreciate you. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me. And when you share like that, someone else, someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it. Send me a direct message. Send me an email. Let me know what your thoughts are. And you can you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at j at jtx.com. Take a moment. Leave a review on iTunes. No matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, like iTunes, I guess, is the gold standard for, uh, for reviews. And it really goes a long way for uh, the algorithm, for people searching for personal growth and development. And it helps us go a long way. It means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them. I, I, you know, read through all of them and, you know, it, it just feels good knowing that, uh, that this show is impactful. So if you gain any value, it just has to, uh, that you do that. Um, if you want to level up, you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development, you can go to jtigs.com, J-A-Y-T-I-U-G-S.com. We've got a variety of options. We've got one-on-one coaching, high-performance coaching through the High Performance Institute, certified high-performance coach. We've got a few different curriculums that I take people through. I also do group coaching. If you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop, I can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization. We also have the uh, exclusive Forge Mastermind Group that is uh, an elite community of like-minded people that are growing together. And uh, we have a weekly call there and uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that. And then also we got apparel. So the uh, you know we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com. Get your do hard things shirt. Show the world that you do hard things. We got hoodies over there. We got hats. We got we got stickers. We got patches. A variety of different things, and we got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out. So, uh, go, go you can show the world that you do hard things, and you can go over there and support us that way. That'd be great. So, in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.